Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 16th of July 2022. And the title of this episode is Gen Con in Court Roll 20 Take the Reins of Drive Through RPG. Long Shadows Press is in the spotlight this month, as voted for by patrons. But I'm still trying to get in touch with Long Shadows, even tweeting in public. But it is a holiday season and I never expect any response. We don't need a publisher to talk with, to spotlight, although I think it's better. The very first spotlight was on right publishing, and I tried to reach out to Stephen Russell. I didn't know it then, but he had died in a car crash years earlier. The company was still running, with his wife checking in now and then. Awkward. However, I wrote the feature and got a pleasing response from Miranda Russell months later. That's one embarrassing story, and here's another. This is podcast audio EXP 157. I number them on the blog, although not in the audio intro. And last week, I wrote 155 when I should have written 156. Oh, what can I say? I'm very error prone, and I was in a rush. I'm more relaxed today, although dinner did feature a vegan ale decorated with an old one-esque squid design. Just the one. The real challenge today is my new Microsoft L5V keyboard, which is about half the size of my old one. My muscle memory is out by magnitude, and I'm making more errors than usual. This podcast, with a familiar microphone and no keyboard, is a welcome escape. So, let's move on from awkward stories and start with some good news, and then on to some big news. And Pazio turns 20 this month. Happy birthday, King Cobalt. What's been the most significant news since then? D&D 5e since then? Well, what about a don't call a merger between Roll20 and One Bookshelf? And that means drive through RPG, the DMs Guild, plus others. Legally, it's not a merger. It's a joint venture. But Steve Week is stepping back into a new role and I suspect will be less hands-on than before. He deserves it. Roll20's boss, Ankit Lal, is the new big boss. Ankit will be holding the reins. What does this mean in the short term? Well, PDF support in Roll20. It means DDRPG publishers will have a new contract to sign for now, with very few changes. Audio EXP podcast listeners will be familiar with this as I make the point that the distance between digital marketplaces and virtual tabletops is limited. Wizards bought D&D Beyond and may be working on a VTT of their own and perhaps for D&D 6e. Foundry challenged the market by dumping subscription fees. Fandom, which sold D&D Beyond, still has Cortex, Fanatical and The Promise to launch a creator's market. That's just the tip of the iceberg too. However, as we might see with Marvel movies, people go off the boil. Can the surge of RPG interest persist? Perhaps the D&D movie and TV shows are coming and Lord of the Rings is speeding towards Amazon Prime. Tabletop games reinvent themselves often. Speaking of which, Steamforge games have brushed themselves off after a bruising Dark Souls TTRPG release, run a few more Kickstarters, and have now bought Rivet Wars from Simon. The dark humour steampunk battle game 
has been out of print for a while, and SFG's co-founder Matt Hart promises a new direction for Rivet Wars progress. However, sadly, for every step of progress, there's backwards pressure too. Gen Con is likely to be back in court. Wow, what happened? A Washington Court of Appeals found that Zach S. had enough evidence to push forward a claim that Gen Con hurt his reputation. The convention had banned him after allegations were made and they said why. I think they did this because they wanted people to feel safe. I understand the argument on both sides. Zach, an RPG designer who had credits as a consultant in D&D before Wizards of the Coast stripped him of them, surely did suffer from more people discovering the allegations about him. On the other hand, Gen Con were looking after people. Sorry, I don't think he'll back down. And if he has the money, we'll be taking the tabletop gaming convention to court. Gen Con is important for the tabletop hobby community. And so we'll all feel it one way or another. Right, enough of that bleakness. And let's wrestle back towards something more wholesome. What about back again from the broken land? It wasn't a playtest review, but on the blog, I looked at this Tolkien-inspired RPG from Cloven Pine Games. It's more cooking than combat. In the game, you play a halfling sort of small person who, having been caught up in a war against the Dark Lord, a Doom Lord, must now walk back home with friends. Easy? Well, not so much, as the Doom Lord's hunters are annoyed and after you. You have no hope of winning a fight against them, so you must run and hide if one gets close. Most of the time, it's about talking through the trauma you face together and your burdens. Healing activities like sharing a meal together are a chance to unburden yourself, to lighten the load, and it's a count of that that determines the ending of the one-shots. Okay, it's not in my nature to be wholesome, especially not if pursued by hunters for very long. So let me tell you about Hexen 1733. This is a German RPG in which demons burst out of the Black Forest during the Thirty Years' War, making a bad situation in Europe even worse. In the game, players are hunters, not the hunted, and they go after the demons, werewolves and other horrors. Ulysses Spiel is making noises that might give fans hope that an English translation is coming. Or maybe they're testing the water. Either way, it's still an excellent RPG idea to know about. A book we know is coming, but in minimal numbers and likely to sell out, is a collector's edition of the signed The Art of Love, Death and Robots. Both David Fincher and Tim Miller have signed the 300 copies being sold. At the time of this recording, you could still pre-order them through the links on the blog, but I'm not sure whether that will be possible for much longer. As ever, links are found in the show notes. A bit of crystal ball retail forecasting there, I know. Another is about what Hasbro is up to. Hidden in a press release and getting almost no media pickup, Hasbro will debut a first-of-a-kind D&D toy range at SDCC this year. It will be D&D movie related. I've got the link in the transcript. 
I bet we'll get action models for characters from the movie. Let me know your theories in the blog comments. Yeah, I hope the D&D movie is, you know, good. I hope the new Bleach anime series is good too. The original was a key part of my old life. The new me will make room for a new and good Bleach. If you don't know the anime, it's about a guy who can see ghosts and gets caught up in the war of the death gods. Death gods are to ensure that people don't stay as ghosts, because if they do, they'll corrupt and start attacking people. However, power like this leads to all sorts of fights, and there are lots of supernatural factions out there. And there's loads of magical sword fighting. The first trailer is out. Before we move on to this week's healthy collection of freebies and bundles, I want to take you out of this world. Not in the supernatural world of Bleach, but the outer space of this world. The Mars Project 1 is a watch that tells the time for Earth and Mars at once. Okay, the Mars time is a bit wrong for the usability, but the interface does away with the usual clock design in favour of industrial looking globes and tumblers. If you can pop over to the blog to watch the demo video, I suspect it will be worth it. Right, onto those bundles. And you might need to buckle up for this. In the bundle of holding, there are over 6,000 pages of OSR Temptation from Castle Old Skull. Meanwhile, on Humble, there's a new Play With Pride deal for LGBTQ computer games. There's also a generous Shadowrun RPG offer from Catalyst. I think you can buy the top tier, which come with the core rules for less than the price of the core rules. That's not all. Humble also has a significant Judge Dredd comic book deal. You don't hear Judge Dredd fans demanding that awkward politics are kept out of those stories, do you? Better than cheap is entirely free, and we've got a few of those this week too. And one is from Wizards of the Coast via D&D Beyond. Spelljammer Academy is free for account holders for your library, and all to get you in the space opera mood. And lastly, there's a gift from me to you. Well, perhaps. Geek Native patrons have a free Fading Suns Embers book and a Grim and Perils discount. I hope you enjoy it. Now, before we sign off, I'm at a sci-fi con next week. The worst case scenario is that the podcast will be a day or so late. And on that bombshell, let's wrap and I'll speak later. Mm Mm-ish.